All right, boys, come on now, sit down. Uncle Dylan's got something to tell you. Now, if you're enjoying our podcast and you feel like you want to help us out, head on over to our Patreon page and throw some money our way. For just a small monthly fee, you'll get access to premium episodes that regular folk can only dream of. And if that's not enough, we'll even throw in some exclusive extras like access to our Discord where we can just hang, you know? Just me and the boys. We'll all be there. You can participate in the creation of our content and get a glimpse into the inner workings of our podcast. So don't waste any more time. Visit our Patreon page and become a patron today. Thank you for supporting us and just for being you, one of the boys. All right, on with the show. Taking over the show, show with this new flow, flow. You need to listen up and hear this or something, something like that. You need to listen up and hear this. Shh, which Shh. is supposed to be a naughty word. When we word. make them hits and stack them <coughs> chips down, down. This is new. Oh, no, I fucked it up. <laughs> oh. I, I uh, first heard that from Scooby Doo Two. <laughs> that really is a wow. Scooby-Doo to our song. Yeah. Like if there was because ever a song to be in Scooby... They were in it as well, weren't they? Whichever group it is that did that. Uh, yeah, like they went to the the criminal bar that's like this weird sort of... And that too was playing at the underground bar where all the shady people hang out. Yeah. This is big bro, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a bunch of... Yeah, it's all the criminals <laughs> dancing and it's got this weird sort of like sea shanty sort of vibe to it as well. Because they're on an island, aren't they? Or yeah. is that the first one they're on an island? The first one they're on an island. Are they this on an one island is just, in both of them? No, this one's no. just at like uh, the docks. So the bar is like at the docks, but the second movie takes place... Leftover footage from the first movie. <laughs> the second one takes place in a city called Coolsville. Does someone want to turn the fan off? Because it's definitely going to get picked up on the mics. Is it? Here we go, get some of that action in there. It's not really metering on the mic, but... I'll do you know, it. It'll be annoying to try and mix out if Dylan has to mix it out. Better safe than sorry. No, nah, I'm not doing that. You're mixing out That's fan noise? That's my New Year's resolution that I'm starting now. Oof. Not mixing the episodes anymore. You're not? No. No mixing. Not mixing. Keep them separate. Not even trying to modulate my voice at all. Okay. Ow. Sorry, I got your foot there. Yeah, you did. Asshole. Cameron's running over Ellen. Yeah. Sorry. I'm blowing up the mic. What a dick. Here we are. APFM, a podcast for men, presumably the free episode. Yeah, yeah. this is the free one. If it is the free episode, I'm sorry about the ad at the beginning where I plug the Patreon. I'm thinking about re-recording it because it's too long and I don't like it. I don't like it either. But, uh, well, you were there when I did it. Yeah, but who wrote it? Ellen did, and then I adapted the script. Right. I technically didn't write it. An AI wrote it. Well, there you go. That's why I don't like it. Yeah. It's I, got none I, of the, the, the riff, none of the flair. I of changed a real it a person. bit on the spot, but I, to, in Ellen's defense, she did send it to me ahead of time and be like, 
change this to make it good. And I was like, I will do that. And then I didn't. So I was stuck, <laughs> stuck doing it on the spot, trying to make it sound more like my voice than a robot. I have been called a robot by an ex before. I wonder how she's doing. All right, then. She said, I'm a sad robot. A sad robot. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's up there in terms of uh, burns that you don't forget. Yeah, that's true. She's getting married now. Oh. Good for her. Hopefully yeah. to someone ugly. <laughs> wow. All right. This is taking quite the turn. Uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Someone did say that to me, though. That's a real thing. In my past. That's, that's very in my, mean. That's in my backstory. That's in my anime backstory. Yeah, it's not nice. People should think before they speak. I am too old to be a school shooter. Where? You could be do, a uni shooter. Yeah, where do Actually, I shoot? You can shoot up a school at any age. You just, you don't have to be Kids a student. Kids and adults, hear us now. Don't let your dreams be dreams. APFM, a podcast for men. You can shoot up a school at any age. You have it's, to be a certain age to go to the school as a student, but as a shooter... It's never too who's late. Who's going to stop you? Just fucking shoot them. That's what you're there for. It's never wow. too late to get revenge. Yeah. Are you, are you depressed? Those you five-year-olds are exactly the same as the five-year-olds who picked on you when you were 10. <laughs> are you depressed and isolated? Imagine being picked on by five-year-olds Do you feel like the world is working against you? Do you want to... Take it out on the world and take revenge. Well, would you like to be famous but don't have any talents or skill, but want to go down in history as somebody who's remembered? It's it's have weird you though. Aged out of the public school system. It's weird though because especially in America, there's so many mass shootings. I don't know how they expect to be famous from it. Uh, I mean, there's like as many mass shooters as there is fucking SoundCloud rappers. Like you can't. Like, well, that's why they pick schools because you those really got to make the news. You really got to break through. But then if you do break through, so to use the music analogy, there are all these SoundCloud rapper-ass, like, you know, four or five person killing mass shooters that, you know, you forget because they're dime a dozen. But then you get a true prodigy, like a, a virtuoso in the field, like Stephen Paddock. And he's like the Steve Vai or one of those wanky guitarists on Instagram that are like really good, but you don't give a shit because it's boring. Because I feel like no one... No one talks about Stephen Paddock. No one remembers Stephen Paddock. No I don't know who this is. The guy, the Vegas shooter, the guy who shot the, the biggest oh. mass. Exactly, the Was biggest mass shooting. Was he a rapper? No, you fucking idiot. I'm talking. I'm making a musical oh. analogy. Okay, well that that, that was confusing because no, you started off talking about SoundCloud. SoundCloud rappers. Yeah, exactly. Because the the lower tier shooters a dime a dozen like all these soundcloud rappers i mean soundcloud rap's a bit old at this point but right. my point is they're dime a dozen like all these people making generic music but then you can go too far and be too good and too much of a virtuoso yeah and and just and no one cares you the, didn't know who Stephen paddock was you don't know who steve vi is i bet i know who the uh I know who the Vegas shooter is. Like, if you say Vegas shooter, I know. Because there's probably been a bunch of Vegas shootings, but, like, the one yeah. is... That's the one that kicked Port Arthur off the, the number one list. Oh, we need a... We used to have... <laughs> we need a re-up, yeah, re-arm, <laughs> and reclaim our title. We used to be the 
biggest mass shooting in the world in history and Vegas just blew us out of the water. They went, I think they doubled it. It went from like 30 something to 60 something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Vegas really... With hundreds of people injured. Vegas hundreds. really went for a, a home run on that one and just... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny when you hear Americans talk about how oh, Australia just had one mass shooting. It's like, yeah, the biggest in the world until recently. There were 35 uh, killed at the Port Arthur Massacre. Christchurch was 51. So that kicked us off as well. And the Vegas shooting. Vegas shooting casualties. This is big, bro, bro. Shooting up a country show. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so it says here 58 were killed. And almost 500 others were injured. That's so crazy. I know. According to Wikipedia, so that was NBC News, but according to Wikipedia... Fake it was news. Six, it was, according, to NB, uh, according to Wikipedia, it was 61. So that... Do you want to say NBpedia? Is it the non-binary Wikipedia? Maybe. NBpedia. Uh, so sorry, I, I mean, I said that because I thought it was funny, but I talked over the answer. How many? 61, I think, is the final... The final countdown. The final count. It's the final, final tally. Sixty-one, including the perpetrator We're and two victims who cover. died in twenty. Okay, so <laughs> we, we need to because I'm just going to keep making songs out of mass shootings and. Um, if you make me some remix drops, I can use those. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the reason that there's a difference between the NBC and the Wikipedia article is because it's including the victim, the perpetrator himself, which I'm not sure if that counts. That always counts. Okay. I don't know whether or not it should, but it always is included. Okay. And then two victims who died in 2019 and 2020, I guess who like eventually succumbed. Doesn't go into any further details in the little blurb here. But yeah. So New Zealand and America, I think, have the top mass shooting records. <laughs> Great. Just thinking about that video after the Christchurch Christchurch um, shooting. Tell the truth, Israel's behind it. Ah, oh, yeah, that shit. That was fucking crazy. <laughs> so funny. I don't know that they were, but that's very funny to accuse Israel. <laughs> Israel <laughs> to accuse Israel. Israel. <laughs> that sounds like one of the. You know how like red pill channels will put L at the the front of people's names, like Lasan or like L three L three. No, is that L is in loss or is that yeah. a throwback to that? Like, L is in lose, as in like loss or lose. That's so lame. Yeah. So it. But you, would, you people expect to be scary, like so not scary. Again, it's just, they're again, just, they're just go clowning. shoot up somewhere, okay? They're, they're Don't put L's in for it means L. Like anyway, go shoot up a school uh, or a country concert. Let's not encourage that. So yeah, you could say that uh, I'm encouraging it. Okay, I'm an encouraging man. Would it be called Lizreal like, then? Lizreal. Lizreal. Lose real. <laughs> the lose is real. Yeah, don't shoot up stuff. Although, like, paintball's fun. Have you tried that? I wonder how many of these mass shooters tried paintball, you know, or tried, I mean, basically anything other than shooting up somewhere as a way, as a means to blow off steam or to kind of, you know, relieve tension or, like, get a massage. Play paintball, get a massage. Do a bit of work on your mental health. Fuck it. 
Watch some Jordan Peterson because I would look between that and shooting up a school. I think that you, you're on a better track if you listen to Jordan B. Peterson because that you can grow out of. Once you shoot up a school, that's it. You're the guy that shot up the school. Uh, okay, so according to worldatlas.com, so we've got the top, how many is this? Top 51 uh, mass shootings, okay? So I was, uh, maybe, maybe a little bit incorrect before. Depends on uh, where you want to start in time. But Port Arthur is 11th, not even in the top 10. We're out of the top 10. Is 11th on the list with 35 in 1996. Uh, and then after that, we've got... South Beach, uh, Orlando nightclub, that was in 2016. New Zealand mosque shooting, that's Christchurch, that was 51 in 2019. And then we've got uh, South Korea, USA, Kenya. Actually, yeah, uh, sorry. The the Vegas shooting, that's number six. That's, worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. Number six on the list is the Vegas shooting. And it says Man, here, Kenya's putting up numbers. Yeah, Kenya breaks it at number five with 67. But they're number one as well, aren't they? Uh, yeah, at the top of the list. So I'll, I'll do the top three because it jumps quite a bit. So the the f- number four, that's in Oslo, Norway in 2011, was 77. But the top three are the real contenders here because we've got the Paris attacks in France. That's 130. Uh, you've got the... Uh, Peshawar, Peshawar, is that how you pronounce that? Pesh, Peshawar school massacre. Peshawar massacre in Pakistan. So Pakistan had a school shooting. Putting up numbers. 149. Jesus. And I don't know how this one got the top because it's it's 148, but uh, the Garissa University College attack in Kenya. So it's either pa- it's either Pakistan or Kenya. I don't know why Kenya's at the top of the list, but it's got one. What happened with those Paris attacks? I vaguely remember that. What is that? Twenty fifteen. My I can't. You know, my brain's gone. November fifteen Paris attacks. Series is that the qu- dude with the van? No. So th- these are mass shootings. Damn, I don't remember that. So, November 2015, Paris attacks were a series of coordinated terrorist attacks that took place on Friday 13th, 2015 in Paris. If it's a series of events, I'm not sure if that should count, unless you're, like... You see, does it not... Okay, so yeah, this is multiple... Multiple events. And I'm assuming that there were multiple uh, perpetrators. Does that count if there's multiple people? Because the Christchurch guy was only one dude. Yeah, I don't know if it ca- uh I mean, people think of Columbine as being one thing, and that was two dudes. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. So the, there are... How many attackers were there? Because it says here there were several attackers. After. Okay, so Vegas shooting was 58 or uh, 60-something, 62. 61 or two or something. Yeah. Um... No, yeah, you're right, 61, because there was three extras. 61 for one guy. This was 148 divided by nine perpetrators. That's only 16 points. That's not even, like, a f- that's 16 and a half each. That's a light day. That's Come on, weak. man. Weak. Fuck France. Wow. Okay. All your best philosophers are pedophiles and Islamophobes. Your mass shooting game is weak. 
Um, and that's really... And your hip-hop sounds weird. I don't know. I tried French hip-hop and I... No, it's not as good as like Latin American or Spanish hip-hop. Yeah, it is a little bit strange. Which country do you think has the best hip-hop? I haven't dove into it, but I reckon that somewhere in Africa, somewhere like Nigeria or Kenya has some hip-hop that goes incredibly hard. Probably. Mm. That's my feeling. If the best... I've heard very little bits, not enough to... But I, I, I would say... Would you agree with the statement that like the best kind of hip-hop comes out of like some kind of uh, social struggle? Um, lyrically, yes. Okay. But musically, I mean, I don't know how much I subscribe to that sort of thing. So lyrically, yes. Yeah. So you, do you think that I think the you've countries... got the most compelling lyrics and story if you come from some kind of struggle, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're good at making songs or making music. So it, That's fair. It depends. Maybe you've got to find some uh, African, maybe some people from like Sudan and try to like... And produce them. Yeah, turn their stories into lyrics. You got You may need to get a ghost I writer. Think, I think a lot of the time that's what happens. Not necessarily they proactively go out and look, although sometimes they probably do, but like producers who are good at music but maybe don't have like a, a cool narrative work with rappers who do. Yeah, so what you got to do is you've got to get like a really good ghost writer and a really good translator and then go out to places like... Congo or uh, like Afghanistan right now. Afghanistan. That'd probably be pretty sick. Um, And then you've got to try and like produce these, these young artists that have got like great stories and want to be in hip hop, but aren't the best lyricists and just like bring them up. Yeah. That could be cool. That could be very cool. And you could, you could get away with like a really dog shit. Fucking die. <laughs> you could do that too, but that'd make it even harder. That'd make it even harder. It's like Chirac. It's even cooler. Yeah. Kids Just going to actual Iraq. <laughs> yeah. I see Chirac and I raise you in Iraq. That's awesome. Um, I wanted to go to Iran, but uh, I don't think we're allowed to. Can you go to Iran? I don't think so. Because I, I was... Here's the thing. I've got a great business idea for Iran okay I think oh lord here we go so like a lot of so there's a lot of uh, male centric content at the moment that's talking about how you can make money okay and I think I've got and that's not us I tell you what I will never tell you how to make money I will I tell th- you to shoot up a school I will not tell you how to make money My here's house. a great way to make money okay most money making advice revolves around some kind of property ownership okay you want passive income a lot of people will tell you you need to get into debt and then use that debt to invest. And that's sort of true, but there's there's some uh, real negatives to... Uh, getting into debt. Getting into massive amounts of debt. So you do want property, but you don't want too much debt. Okay, so here's what you do. Uh, you purchase property in Iran. Now, the Iranian currency is the lowest valued currency in the world. One US dollar is about 40 Two thousand something, like whatever their whatever Isn't their it money like is, like dinars or something. Uh, it's IRR. I don't know what the actual currency is called, but because we'll s- that's part of like that's one of the many QAnon adjacent conspiracies that the Iranian currency is going to. What is it called? Uh, Dinar, something like that. Real, Real, Real. Yeah. Oh, what, what's the Dinar then? Type in D E N A R currency. 
D-E-N-A-R, currency. That's the Macedonian dinar. Macedonian? Is Macedonia a place still? Mm. Where is Macedonia? Yeah, Macedonia is still Where a place. Where it's always been. Where the fuck is it? <laughs> I don't. I couldn't find... I like. I would never find that on a map, ever. Is that Latin What's America? What's it next to? It's near Greece. Macedonia? It's near Albania? It's just hiding. It's hiding between it's just... Albania, Bulgaria, and Greece. Countries that people know and have heard of and care about. Well, I mean, you've heard of Macedonia. Yeah, but it sounds like somewhere out of Greek mythology. <laughs> it doesn't there, sound isn't there real. Is there a new Macedonia? Is that a thing? There's North Macedonia. Maybe, yeah, I think it's North and South. You've heard of Macedonia. Now it's time for new Macedonia. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, maybe it's North and South that I'm thinking of. Anyway, sorry to derail your plan, but there, I think that's the currency. Yeah. That so. it's like a QAnon conspiracy. Like, oh, if we buy it, it's going to go up soon. <laughs> Here we go. People are just stockpiling this totally useless currency. Well, here's a real way to make money, okay? So uh, one Iranian real is uh, 0.00024 US dollars, okay? So it's a, it's a basically worthless currency. And uh, so I, I, I was looking at like what the basic sort of economy is like in Iran. So it turns out that a cup of coffee is about a dollar. Right, so you can go there and be super rich with very little investment on your part as a foreigner. Okay, uh, property values are also quite reasonable. So a property for so the per square meter value in a place like Sydney, like around the city centre, is in the tens of thousands, like literally like twenty or thirty thousand per square meter. So you're never going to buy a property in in those areas. But you do want to be somewhere near to a CBD because that's where you get the best rental values. Well, if you get a property near the city in Iran, it's worth four thousand dollars per square meter. And you just want to be near a city. So Sydney, a major Tehran, city. it doesn't matter. A major city in Iran, okay? So let's let's what's the capital of Iran? Tehran. Iran capital. It's gonna say the thing that I just said. Is it? Yeah. Tehran. Well, it's Iran, Tehran, it sounds like you're you're fooling like me, I but that's what it, it is. Okay. It's if almost you like the suffix Ran means If you something. purchase a property in Tehran for about $5,000 per square meter, you can have a fairly decent-sized property for a very low investment and then rent it out to the locals at a... At so you a, become an Iranian slumlord. At, a, at about... Folks! At about $1,500 a month of passive income for very little investment on your part. Yeah, but you can't rent it out for much, right? Because their currency is dog shit. I looked it up, and it's about fifteen hundred a month is what you can expect for a three-bedroom place near a city center in Iran. Well, there you go, folks. We're going this to Tehran. This is how we take over the Middle East. I'm not going to Tehran. This is Apparently, how it's quite beautiful. This well, is how you win against the Matrix. Racist. No, just racist us. What do you want to go to? England? No, I just don't want to... Norway? <laughs> You're not invited to Iran. Okay, that's you fine. Wanna I don't want to live New in Zealand? Iran. You don't have to live there either. That's the great thing about being a landlord is you can just own property and receive passive income for your ownership. Kings, this is how you can win in 2023 and beat the Matrix 
and become a high-value male by and becoming look, an Iranian slumlord. If the government wants to investigate you for having assets in Iran, which is technically a... Te- is it is it a terrorist country, mm. according to our bullshit shit? State-sponsored terrorism? I think it's on the list. So if the government wants to invest uh, investigate you for that... No, yeah, you can own... So can I own property in Iran? Yes, within the framework of the law and bylaws of aliens, uh, property ship, ownership of land within the confines of personal use is allowed for foreign national persons. Check if it's on the terrorism list, because I thought that it was. What is this list? I haven't heard of this list. America has a list of, like, states that sponsor terrorism. Cuba's been on there, which is ludicrous. Actually, Cuba got added on there recently, so they've had the embargo on them, you know, since the 60s or whatever. That's just been crushing them. But they got added to the terrorist list recently as well, which is just so fucking dumb. And I'm pretty sure Iran got put on there or has been on there. So there's an Iranian embassy in Canberra. Apparently there are sanctions against, you know, stuff. We continue to engage Iran in dialogue on a range of important issues. Engaging in dialogue. Hey! Including human rights, people smuggling, terrorism, and regional issues. What's going on over there, guys? I'm not aware of Iran being a terrorist country. Iran's one of the... I'm not saying that it's a terrorist country. I'm saying that it's on the list. I'm not making any kind of value judgment about Iran. I think it's just a country that America doesn't like because it can't invade. That's the other thing as well. That's the same with Cuba. They put Cuba on the list not because they're actually a state that's Sponsors terrorism, but because it's Cuba, they don't like fucking Cuba, so they put it That's on the list. That's another place that you could probably put. Actually, probably not Cuba. Could you purchase? Could you be a landlord in Cuba? I'm not sure that that's allowed. Probably not. Oh, they're op- they're they're opening up a bit, but for a while it was pr- they were pretty closed off, as you would be if the rest of the world had kind of fucked you off following America's lead. Anyway. If the government does investigate you for owning property in Iran, you can always go with Plan B, school shooting. You see, the meme at the moment is uh, doing stuff in Dubai, purchasing property in Dubai, moving to Dubai. We're getting Arab money! Everyone's talking about doing shit in Dubai, okay? Let me tell you something. Dubai is a dead meme, okay? Unless you already have money, unless you're already in on the ground floor. It's like getting into crypto now. Yeah, that's like, yeah. You definitely don't want to go to Dubai. That's a bad investment. You should start out and try you and... You kiss your money, Dubai. You, I mean, literally, yeah. Yes. How do you think they got all those Lamborghinis, okay? So that's that's my financial advice for the week. Purchase property in Iran and some $1 coffees. Yep. Anything to add to that, Ellen? Not really. That's it. You guys have fun. I'm going to stay here slash... Go somewhere that is not Tehran. All right then. Wales. Have fun. White ass Wales. Have fun being poor. I will. Meanwhile, I'm gonna be. Have fun having a decent amount of money in a in a first world country, as opposed yeah. to having a lot of money. And is, is Iran technically developing? I think they were past they're developing. De- they're developed. They're just, they're like a regular ass country. They just happen to be in the Middle East. And they happen to do some crazy things. I mean, yeah, it's like, it's not nice. No, it's not, not a ch- nice place to it's live. It's not chill. No, it's very unsure, but it's as, I would say and, it's as look, developed as look, like. I think it needs to be recognized that part of that, like the first democratically elected uh 
I can't remember if they've got they've got shahs, which is like a king, but they also have a president or a prime minister. I think he's a prime minister. The first democratically elected prime minister they got in the fifties, America was like, "Yeet, see ya. We're getting rid of you and bolstering up the shah and kind of returning to a dictatorship here that's backed by us, that's literally manipulated by us." So. You know, look at this. Look at this. I'm sure that thing. they had problems of their own and continue to have problems of their own, but it doesn't really help when America is fucking big dicking your democracy the whole time you're trying to have one. So this is the Tehran Monument in Iran's town square, and yeah, it's, that thing looks sick. That's yeah, that's like a way cooler version of the big arch from uh, France. From, yeah, in the Paris. big arch in France. The big arch. What's it called? The arch. No, the Arc de Triomphe. What's that? The Ark of Triumph. Oh, Ark of Triumph. Man, fuck French. You sure it's not Arch of Triumph? It could be Arch, but Ark yeah, is also... Yeah, there you go. Arch of Triumph. That sucks. Look at this. When have you ever triumphed, France? What the fuck? <laughs> nah, yeah, right. Look, I'm, we're looking at the... At I told you, Tehran looks sick. Yeah, Tehran... It just looks like a city. I don't see any difference between this and any other city, apart from there's, you know, fewer skyscrapers. If you look closely, you can see women being subjugated. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Look, this is just a street, just a normal street. Looks lovely. Just needs to be, you know, more chill. Yeah, again, if you're if you if your political stability is being fucking undercut by the United States, you're probably going to develop into some kind of weird dictatorship. You know, you can't you can't blame everything on the US, but you can't discount what they've done to Iran in uh, recent history. All right, Tehran real estate offers. I'm doing it. Oh, what's that big spirally thing? Is that there? Yeah, that's cool. Property type: any bedrooms. We'll start. We'll, we'll start off with two. Property ID. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh oh, you're about to get I'm arrested by the morality police. By Tehran. Where's by your property, property ID? Search. All right, let's have a look. What's available? All right. Nothing. Nothing's available right no now. No property but ID. But when there are things no that property. open up, here we go. This is, I assume, a rental. Yeah, full rent here. 3000 a month. It's pretty good. Three thousand what? Dollars. It's got a dollar sign. That's not good. That's no, bad. if you own the property, imagine getting three thousand dollars a month. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Imagine it. Get just, in on the ground floor. Imagine it. Imagine all the Soon money. Soon as shit becomes available, start purchasing property in Iran. Okay. Speaking Buying of terrorist organizations, of guns speaking of schools, speaking of high property values and terrorist groups <laughs> and developed countries, tell them uh, there were Nazis in Melbourne. That's an Australian city. Yep. Oh, there sure were. There were Nazis in Melbourne at a protest. Uh, what Boys were, were back in town. What were they, what were they protesting? <laughs> We don't like trans people. They were protesting trans people 
making the usual kind of trans people are pedophiles and drag fucks kids. <laughs> I'm going to go to one of these rallies with a sign that says drag fucks kids. You're going to get yelled at. They're going to think they're on, they're gonna think that you're on their side. You're Here's the thing. Like, going to get yelled at. Here's the thing. If you're at one of those rallies, like whether No, 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 no. I'm going to go with a sign that says drag these nuts. <laughs> you see, that's better. That's a lot better. You see, you could have done that on the 14th because there was a rally in Perth as well. Mm. So... Wait, so who was... I needed you to clarify this for me. So was it a trans rally protested by anti-trans people, protected by Nazis, protected by police? Or was it just an anti-trans rally protected by Nazis, protected by police? It was an anti-trans rally hosted by Posey Parker or Kelly J... What's her name? Uh, I forgot her surname. Kelly J... Kelly J. That sounds like a singer in the 2000s. Kelly J. Mitchell, otherwise known as Posey Parker online. And, and that's not doxing her. That's she. Kelly J. Know. sounds like she sings that song that, uh, what's, what's that smile song? At first when I see you cry. Oh, it's Lily Allen. It makes me smile. Yeah. It makes me smile. I think it's just, I think it's just called smile. <laughs> well, she is from the UK. Uh, so Kelly J. Mitchell, otherwise known as Posey Parker, uh, is a very prominent uh, turf, a trans-exclusionary radical feminist Hell or a gender-critical, yeah. as I'm sure she would prefer to be. Actually, no, I think she, on her website, um, she says that turf is, it's that 2023 is the year of the turf, so she must be embracing She's trying to reclaim it, but I think generally they prefer gender critical yeah i think that's the more sophisticated uh way that they prefer that's to how be. you be bigoted with your pinky out because the thing is like being called because turf is like an ugly word turf's cool it's cool but it's like if you think yeah. of a monster truck yeah it's like hard and and anyway so yeah posy parker has been doing a bunch of rallies in australia and she has been met with much resistance at every single stop. So she started off... Where did she start off? So she started off in Sydney, then she did Brisbane. Uh, then Is she, she from Australia? No, she's from the UK. Fuck off! So Why do they come here? Because... Canadians, Americans, uk Because it's nice here. It's very nice here. It is, but also go away. Yeah, it's nice here and we have a reputation for... Racism. Yeah, we have a reputation <laughs> for racism and like general non-wokiness, but I think they misunderstand what that means. In Australia, when we are like racist or non-woke, it's because it's funny, but nobody actually gives enough of a shit to do anything about it. We've actually got really good workers' rights, really good women's rights relative to other Western countries. Uh, really good, like probably not as good as New Zealand on the whole indigenous issue, but pretty no, decent. Definitely Be- not. Better, Absolutely not. <laughs> much, much better than the US, and uh, yeah, just just in general, Australia is a pretty like politically progressive place. We don't give that much of a shit about these social issues. Everybody basically just like sticks to themselves. The only people who really give a shit are the people who are directly affected. So like, you know, 
people of color care about the you know issues that directly affect people of color so that's for indigenous people that's deaths in custody gay people care about gay people things anyone that i've met gay people care about gay people things you know what i mean put that on a shirt the people who are directly impacted by the issues are the ones that really care about the The, issues the only people that i've met that are like anti-trans or you know anti-pronouns or whatever would never go and protest about it yeah they don't they, they, they don't think give it, enough of a shit. They're kind of dickheads, but they're not like, this is the number one issue affecting me. That's because in this country, politicians don't scapegoat their complete lack of ideas by focusing on social issues. I think that's the thing that like primarily radicalizes people Yet. in the US. We'll get there. No, I don't even think that we'll get there. Like, I, I mean, we'll get into it. We'll get into it a little bit. But so like... Uh, get into it, yeah. The story kind of kicks off as far as i've been able to find it kicks off in perth um when she alleged when her website posy parker's website allegedly put out a media release claiming that how can you ele- it's on the internet how is that alleged well so this story about her putting up a so the story is that she put out a fake story claiming that the wa government was going to try and uh introduce laws that would make it easier for 12-year-olds to change their sex without safeguards. Uh, basically just, like, 12-year-olds can get... Yeah, 12-year-olds can get sex changes now. You're the lying-ass bitch. The closest that I can find to... Um, the closest that I can find to that is... Let me just pull up this tweet. While you're pulling that up, can I just say that I love the image of... Well, I bet don't actually love it, but love the image of Nazis protecting these TERFs as if Nazis don't have their own ideas for women in general. Like, outside of that protest, it's like, I don't think that Nazis are really going to be defending... Like, because the thing with these TERFs is they quite often, like, follow a lot of feminist ideology that Nazis would be... That they're completely opposed to. Conservatives are completely opposed to. They just happen to be divergent on the issue of transgenderism. So the idea of Nazis protecting them, it's like you know not what you want because if you were to get your way on this... Nazis would subjugate you because they don't respect you. That's so we'll get into a little bit of there's I we can get into that in a sec. That's you're right, uh, but that's you, you, you're spoiling the ending, Dylan. You're spoiling the ending. Don't get ahead of ourselves. So, uh, the the closest that I could find so the the story that I was originally reading was from thewest.com, which I think is just that that's not the West Australian, it's a different yeah. West Australian media outlet. Um, Basically, uh, just a tweet by Stand for Women WA, which I don't know if it has any direct association with Posey Parker's thing or if it's just like a fan account located in WA. Uh, but closest I could find was this tweet claiming that uh, the McGowan government is got a sneaky agenda to try and roll back women's sex-based rights. So, because the the article itself doesn't actually link to... You know how some articles like hyper hyperlink their claims or yeah when they've got sources yeah their allegations this is not done that so i can't find anything substantiating that but the main story in perth is that she was pretty much outnumbered by counter protesters and everyone was just telling her to go fuck herself Mm. uh the reason that people are so mad about posy parker apart from the turfiness is that posy parker herself is a controversial figure even within turf circles so what you were saying before 
Yeah, so what you were saying before about, uh, like, it's ironic that Nazis are showing out for um, Posey Parker. So, uh, the the counter-argument... Fucking Harry Potter-ass name. Get the fuck back to the UK with that Posey <laughs> Parker. The... Fucking bitch. Um... So you, you could make the argument that like the the Nazis just rocked up and that she wasn't directly affiliated with them, and I think that has been the like counter by her saying that like I I didn't bring them, I didn't hire them, they just rocked up on their own. Yeah, look, which is if true. I was doing a gig, and Nazis started Nazi saluting in the middle of the crowd, I would stop playing playing the music and be like, Yo, what the fuck is that? That's true. And Posey doesn't do that. In fact, Posey has been very close with a lot of far-right groups before. So she's written for far-right publications. So The Spectator, which is just like a sort of a fringe uh, a fringe UK media... Uh, that sounds like a shitty centrist, like we're watching both sides. I think it's similar to... It's like the UK version of Breitbart, if I, can, if I understand it correctly. I had a quick squeeze through their, through their website. Her first article for The Spectator was her writing about a... Uh, it was like a home and contents insurance ad. Uh, let me just see if I can pull that up. So uh, the first article was John Lewis and the Dreadful Little Empress. So basically, this John Lewis is an insurance company in the UK, and they brought That's a out a terrible title, by the way. What? John Lewis and the Dreadful Little Empress. I told you, Harry Potter ass motherfucker. Get like, the fuck out of here. Terrible. Anyway, she remind, Who's that? Now I'm gonna show my ass by demonstrating my Harry Potter knowledge. Who's that reporter that no one likes? Reader. Reader Skeeter. God, first of all, how did Reader, it, how did anyone think that J.K. Rowling was a good author with names like that? She writes for children, a lot of children's uh, Cho Chang. What's happening? Yeah, a lot of children's. Uh, I love that tweet. That's like, man, I can't believe J.K. Rowling called the only Asian character Ching Chong. They deliberately went above and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's there's a good Sean video that talks about that where it's like, he uh, she likes to do no, uh, word associations, so it's like, what do I call the Asian character, um, or like, uh, what do I call the black character? It's Kingsley uh, Shacklesby Shacklebolt. Shacklebolt. Yeah, so it's like black guys prison. <laughs> yeah, King Martin Luther King Shackles. Oh yeah, I got something for this. Wow. That that word association will uh, tell on you sometimes if you're as uh, oblivious and white as J.K. Rowling was in the what was it like the early two thousands when that one came out? Yeah. <laughs> so like, anyway, anyway, wh- whatever this Pepper Potts or whatever her name is. Pepper Potts. <laughs> um, oh, that's Marvel, isn't it? Yeah. Marvel also has a. a Extremely stupid naming convention. Yeah, yeah, it does. So she her she wrote an article. I'm pissing based off everybody. Harry Potter fans, Marvel fans, yeah. uh, people who don't like school shootings. Yeah. So she wrote an article about this John Lewis ad that basically it featured like a kid who is like dancing around and wearing makeup and his mother's high heels and whatever, and he's like trashing the house. And uh, is it to that song that's like? It's only a minute long if we want to watch it now. I just, give, give me a vibe of the music. <laughs> oh, so it's. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, I can deal with that. Just like the one winged up, 
So I watched this, and I think it's kind of cute. I think it's cute. It's very well directed for like a TV advert for an insurance company. Yeah. All right, let's shut it off. I just wanted to know what the music was. I I, I can deal with that song, but I would have preferred the. Anyway, he's who re- does that song? Uh, it's Stevie Nicks. All oh, right. Um. Yeah. So he's running around in in like a dress, wearing high heels, and like basically trashing the house. And it's fun and dramatic and campy, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's campy. And apparently, Posey's very upset about this in the article. This is from 2021. Uh, because it's like dog whistling, transgenderism. Uh, so, like, what have I got here? This is about inclusion, which is a new euphemism for male entitlement. Ah, okay. so she's on the men are invading our space type of thing. Yeah, like the fact that a does kid- she know that there are women that trans transition to men? Is she aware yeah, of, of course. That That's phenomenon? the big issue in the UK. Is they're more concerned about women transitioning. They're losing to being men. women. Yeah. And gaining men. So, like, it's kind of a... Like, obviously, it's two-pronged because those are the two, like, extremes that they're concerned about. So, like, with trans women, they're concerned about men entering women's spaces or people that they perceive to be men entering women's spaces. But I think a bigger... uh, It's, like, understated, but it's, it's like, they talk about it more, is uh, what they perceive as women transitioning to being men. So, their concern is trans men because they're kind of, like losing womanhood basically and like some of the turf criticisms of that are like you know butch lesbians have had to reconcile their lack of femininity with the fact that they're still women and they see trans women they see trans men as being like traitors or uh women self-hating women who are trying to escape womanhood via uh, a, like, yes, they don't like themselves as women. They identify as men. That's how they're happy. It's well, not that's, that fucking it's, complicated. They see it as like the the final form of like patriarchy and misogyny. It's like the it's, perfect cell, if you will. I guess. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, Posey Parker Cell writes, Saga is the best Dragon Ball Z saga, by the way. So Posey Parker has written for far right publications. Uh, she's been dropped by other turf organizations for comments she's made about like race and religion before. Cool. So like a different organization. I'm sure they're more chill than this. Yeah. So Women's Place UK, which is a turf organization, I, I checked them out. They they've like got five big demands or whatever, and it's basic stuff like equality in the workplace and end violence against women, etc. And then the fifth one is sex matters. Um, and they like so I'm not trying to get laid. I guess yeah. So they dropped her from one of their speaking engagements because. Uh, Posey Parker has been like wiling out, I guess, saying shit about Muslims. Uh, has had some fairly. Uh, they they didn't like say specifically what she said, but like she's been in trouble before for things that she said about race and religion. Um, other things, so the Women's Liberation Front, which she is the of which she is the special advisor. I don't know what that title means. Like, cause if she's special, special. Cause you've got so special. Uh, what have we got? Where are you? I hate trans people and Muslims. Yeah, here we Give go. Give it to me. Ban them, please. So you've got like board dun, members dun, 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 dun. here, fundraising, developing coordinator, but then like special advisor. I assume it's just like a PR term. Kelly J Keen. Anyway. So Man, she's got oh, the. F- 
<laughs> the turf vibes are strong. Even without the fringe, funnily enough, she still radiates big turf energy. Um, so the Women's Liberation Front has been dragged in the media for accepting, uh, I think it was a $15,000 donation from the Alliance Defending Freedom or the ADF. Uh, the Alliance Defending Freedom is a, uh, a group that ostensibly, according to them, is about fighting for religious freedom in the US and uh, they're, they're like a big lobbying group, but they are explicitly Christian they want the U.S. Constitution to explicitly include Christianity in the way that it was that it's written and interpreted. So they're like the they're the kind of people that essentially want the Constitution to be like an extension of the Bible or of biblical law. That's their whole deal. So as much as it's about sure. quote unquote religious freedom, it's explicitly Christian. I mean, the Constitution is very much that anyway. Like you would think that you would just put your feet up and go, you know what? We're we're I most mean, of the way there. A problem already in the way that it's written because it was written by people who were like already Christian, but it's explicit. One nation under God, like, or is that is that the Constitution or is that the Bill of Rights? That's the Bill of Rights, I think. But there you go. But it's still explicitly a like it's supposed to be a non-religious text. The point of the U.S. government is that there's a separation of church and state. It's very. Careful. But that wasn't from the get-go, right? Um. No, I think so. Let me see. I'm going to use my arms. I'm going to use my legs. going to use my fingers. going to use my fingers. Oh, no, that's the Pledge of Allegiance. So, yeah, gonna you're thinking of the Pledge of Allegiance. One that, uh, the song for Special Pledge of Allegiance is the flag of the United yes. States of America, a republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, living for all. It is a special chaos song, isn't it? <laughs> Um, That's definitely white women doing yoga than having special K for breakfast. Oh, yeah. Imagination. Does the Constitution mention God? Constitutional references to God. Wikipedia. Constitution references God. Gonna make a C. To God exists in the Constitution. I've run out of words. Nobody else no oh one God. like me. I, like, ah. obviously, I want to know about the US. I'm special. Special. So special. Special. Right ahead, some of your attention. attention. Give, Give it to me. Yeah, I like that song. But Cameron's looking for things, so it's... No. Fill in time. The, in the U.S. Constitution, the federal constitution does not reference God as such, although it uses the formula, the year of our Lord, sub, uh, in article... Yeah, but the year of our Lord is sick. Six, I seven. love referring to things as the year of our Lord. I mean, that's the year that people were rocking with. Like, unless the the founding fathers wanted to, to invent a new, uh, like, what would you call that? It's not a new calendar. A new year. I mean, I guess it is a new calendar. Yeah, yeah, and but you like start it from. Imagine if America did that. Yeah, they're like, "This is it." One. <laughs> Literally, I mean, like, there's no rule that says you can't do that. that we chose like we chose Jesus as the start of you know when we started doing this shit. But we could pick literally. We could do it tomorrow. What year to. is it in Iran or China? Uh, I think it's the same. I don't think they're different. What year is it on the Chinese calendar? 
Um, the year is 4718. Hell yeah. Chinese year. So Jan- Fuck tw- actually- I'm sick of 2023. Let's just jump to 4718. So in 2020 it was that. So like if it was 4000 uh, yeah, if but it was I don't 47, know. If it's 18 plus how many of three. their years fit into our year or vice versa, you know? I don't know how long their years are. I think it'll be 4721 by now. Yeah, in 2023. Yeah, but it depends how long their years are. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, it must be the the same. Cuz the the earth doesn't change. The year is four. Oh, yeah, th- I guess that they celebrate Chinese New Year at the same point yeah, in they'll, our they'll, calendar every year. Yeah. Uh, the year is forty seven twenty in the Chinese calendar. Is the same the as the year is forty seven twenty. fifty seven eighty two in the Hebrew calendar. So for fifty seven eighty two in the Hebrew calendar, and twenty twenty two in the Georgian calendar. So we're about forty seven twenty one, roughly. Nice. Let's go with that. Yeah. Fuck this Jesus shit. It's the year of the water rabbit right now. It's pretty Ooh. sick. Anyway, he's a funny little guy. Water rabbit? Yeah. Water anyway, rabbit. What was, what was I talking about? We keep, we keep derailing me. Anyway. The year is 4721. So the ADF doesn't actually... still trying to get this point out. The ADF is a, uh, is a far-right group that opposes women's rights, basically. They oppose the right to an abortion. They oppose uh, LGBT rights, obviously. So that includes lesbians. Yeah, in 2022, the ADF took a case defending a Tennessee-based Christian adoption agency that refused to work with Jewish prospective parents. So, <laughs> I love it when they hate on Jews because Christians always hate on Muslims and things like that, but you know they're hardcore and they're like, no, not you, Judeo-Christian what? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so ADF, bad. Wrong yeah. and bad. L. Yeah, yeah they're hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> That's what I think of you. Wow. That's the ADF. So she takes money from the ADF or she works for a company, works with a company. I'd that take takes money, money from, from the ADF. ADF. Uh, Posey Parker. I her- want 15 grand. Posey Parker herself is as. Buy uh, some property in Tehran. True. Uh, Posey Parker herself is, you know, against abortion, against uh, giving girls access to birth control. I think she might be literally just against birth control in general. And still has claimed that she's a feminist, although these days I don't know that she's rocking with that term. Pro pull-out game. Got it. Um, yeah, so bringing the story... So she was in Perth, and then right after Perth, where did she go? Perth, and then she went to Adelaide. Melbourne is where the story is... Uh, well, not, not currently. is where the story was a couple of days ago. So she got to Melbourne, and... That's where this that's where this happened. So this is uh, camera phone footage of a bunch of Nazis with uh, destroy pedo freaks holding a big a big sign that says destroy pedo freaks and doing Nazi salutes. Which is like And the police are just like, yep. Yeah. Well, I mean they have to. Like they not anymore. Well, the law hasn't come in yet, but like, here's the thing: people are, are mad because the police didn't 
intervene in any way, but it's like they do literally have the right to do this here. They do have the right to protest the way that they want as long as they're not literally um, like engaging in violence. You could argue that Destroy Pedo Freaks is a call to violence and that at that point... You could the- argue that, that, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to see the legislation when it comes out, which we'll get to, but you could argue that the the doing a Nazi salute is a call to violence or a threat of violence. What do Nazis do that's, historically? That's an interesting point. That's a good point, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, do, yeah, like, so we'll, we'll get to that. But, like, I don't think that it should be surprising to anybody that somebody like Posey Parker, not just a turf, but a turf who specifically hangs out with, is sympathetic to, uh, does shows with, like, podcasts with, does events with, and actively courts the support of far-right activists and public figures. And anti-Jewish Christian groups. Yeah, so, like, I don't think that it should be surprising that Nazis would rock out for Posey Parker in this circumstance. I don't think that that's, like, anybody would be surprised by that. Um, But after the Nazis rocked up uh, in Melbourne she went to Hobart in Tasmania and people were very apprehensive about what might happen at that event because it's basically like, well, Nazis rocked up at the last one. We're a little bit scared. What and do we Hobart, a little bit behind on the whole progressive thing. That's what I was thinking as well, is that like Tasmania is not known for being a progressive area, but she was destroyed by counter-protesters, like she completely outnumbered. So this is... Her footage, this is like her tripod that she'd set up. Oh my God, she looks terrible. Uh, I see if I can get a better angle of it. But like the people standing around here, these are people, presumably people who are in favor because uh, that are with her because like they're just sort of hanging out. The people behind them, whether, so if you look at the the line of high-vis police just sort of dividing them, Everyone else is a counter-protester. So everybody out here is counter-protesting. Everybody in this sort of like inner ring here is a counter-protester. And we'll have a look at... I couldn't find any better footage of this, so you'll have to excuse the audio. Absolutely outrageous. Absolutely outrageous. You're getting that right close to me. Get protected by the police. Disgusting. Absolutely shameful. If you don't get your feet on... Why are you hanging out with Nazis though? Why what do you what go is away? She? Like, who, the, what, who edited that fucking moron? Yeah, I don't know. What the fuck is she saying? Uh, so basically... What I, is she chastising? She's yelling at the counter-protesters. So she's completely outnumbered. There's bugger all people who have rocked up in support of her and she's uh, given up on giving whatever speech she was planning to give. And now she's just yelling at them. Absolutely disgraceful. Literally. She's just shouting at the counter-protesters like a little baby. Like, at that point, just go home. Just give it up. Oh, man. Paris is uh, two weeks into a bin collection strike. Nice. That yeah. place is going to stink even more. I love that Paris just goes, you know what? We're striking. You yeah, know appara- what? Apparently they've got really strong unions over there. Yeah, they do. I wonder if there's some kind of some kind of link between uh, collective action taking place whenever the government does the wrong thing and a strong union presence in workplaces. I wonder if anyone's looked into that. I mean, there'd, probably. There'd be some money in that, I reckon. 
Imagine thinking you'll actually be able to retire at 62. <laughs> My generation will be working till our 80s. Strike away, but it won't change the fact that you can't re- retire at 60 if you live to 100. What? Shut up. You Who is this turd? Also, why are we talking about that? We're over here. We're talking about Posey Parker. Okay. So, yeah. The age at which we can claim a state pension, which we pay He's for, still is rising going. faster than our life expectancy is. I'm 27. No, this is someone else. I'm 27, and I understand here? I'll never be able to retire. This fucking... Be- I love that. That's the best argument when people are like, oh, well, I'm fucked as well, so you shouldn't try and improve conditions that would also help me. Idiot. Yeah. I'm trying to cope over here. Excuse me. I'm busy coping. Mm. You're making it harder to cope. Mm. Uh, anyway, she sucks. Yeah. Posey Parker protests. Dumb name, dumb hair, not hot, whack ideas. All right. So. The response. Melbourne is considering banning the Nazi salute. How do we feel about that? Let's go around the room. Ellen. Um. Look. I'm not no. I'm not in favor of people uh using the Nazi salute. However, I am concerned that this opens the door to you know banning the black power fist or any other kind of, you know, gesture or symbol of protest, you know, just because this is far right and extremist, they often then will target far left and it's yeah, I think it's something to be slightly concerned about. Maybe not so concerned about right now with the um, with Andrews. the hiling, but uh, I think with the it, what hi um weren't they hiling? Seek oh, right. hiling. So um, just say Nazi saluting. Well, I mean it's hiling. They're hailing cabs. Um. And yeah, but I think it does open the door to that Isn't possibility. Isn't that like a that's you you're jamming the English suffix on the German word there, right? Heiling. No, because it's Heil Hitler, as in Hail Hitler. Yeah, I know. So Heil is German, and then Heil. saying they're Heiling. Yeah. Ing is English. That's where I was like, "What are you saying?" Well, <laughs> it's called it's called Heiling or Zikheil. It's actually called a Roman salute because the Nazis w- couldn't come up with their own shit, so they had to jack it from the Romans. That's true. And from, like, Buddhists, or where's the swastika from? So that's that's a, we did it's, this. It's from a bunch of places. Yeah. Shout out to Leghead. Let's yeah. <laughs> let's draw them. <laughs> let's all draw our own concept of a swastika and compare. Um, so... Yeah, I, I agree. And if, like, because labour here is really not that much further left at this point than the Democrats in America, right? And if I if I think about that, I think American Democrats like to go tit for tat, like they'll crack down on right-wing people, but then they'll also be like, oh, Antifa, you know, they try and keep it very both sidesy because they're so gutless and lacking in principles that they don't want to appear to be biased yeah. So I I agree that there's a risk of our Labor doing that here. And Labor, I do think, is better than the Democrats, but I'm looking at that example abroad and I don't have a lot of faith that Labor would be that much better. See, like, 
the thing is, um, I don't like the I don't like the idea that the government can just decide which speech is okay and which speech is not okay, and that like the like the rules for which speech gets banned and which doesn't is like could be really vague. So it could be like. Uh, if you're wanting to ban the Nazi salute, it could just be, you could, the phrasing of the policy could be like, we're banning any kind of like, uh, signaling to uh, an extremist ideology. And then what's considered to be an extremist ideology is open to interpretation. So like Ellen was saying, like Black Panthers or Black Power Movements or like things like that. Communism, if you go out with a fucking hammer and sickle, you're going to get fucking done. Yeah. So like Mm. banning symbolism of a particular ideology is I think dangerous. I don't know that like it's a good idea to give the government that much power and for it to be at the discretion of the government to do that. Unless it was like, even just saying like, if you let ev- if let's say they did like a referendum on which symbols they would ban, this would never happen. But like, imagine if they just gave everybody in, in Australia the right to choose. Uh, even then I don't necessarily, I don't think that it's a good idea because like, all it takes is for enough people to believe the either the right or the wrong thing for either the right or the wrong kinds of ideologies to gain power and to start suppressing other ones. So like, um, yeah, I mean, Nazi Germany would have Nazi Germany immediately started cracking down on socialists and communists. Like, and if we had this this law in place when the OK sign thing was popping off, like oh, that, yeah. that very well could have been. Uh, banned if we had any kind of precedent for it. That being said, Australia already does have hate speech law, hate header, hate speech laws where you can get a fine for like calling somebody the n word or like causing gross offence by being like racist or something like that. So we don't, and we don't have free speech. Yeah, and even if we did, countries that have free speech like the US, it's never entirely free. There's always like there's always rules around, like, there are some things that are not covered by free speech. So when you're saying you don't like the government having control of that, they already do. Yes. And I I can understand that saying they already do doesn't mean just going like, well, let them go buck wild. Like, obviously, we have to be um, uh, vigilant, but they already do. They already do have control over what speech is and isn't allowed. And, uh, you know, I think this is just an extension of that. Yeah, so, like... So America's got really, really strong protections on speech, but there are certain things that you can't do that, like, pose a certain safety risk. So obviously the classic example is yelling fire in a crowded building um, or, like, direct calls for violence I don't think are yeah, are legal. Not protected. So you can't just be like, let's all go for a lynch. Let's all go to the lobby. Yeah, you you can't do that. That's let's not good. Let's all go to the lobby and shoot let's ourselves some kids. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and shoot ourselves some kids. Um, yeah, but you've also got countries like Germany that have completely banned Nazi symbols. Have banned. Yeah, well, they should. <laughs> I mean, like you can say they should, but like if the point is that. It's dangerous to do that. Who let them run Europe, by the way? I mean, they're the ones who've got the strongest economy. Like, if if you're in the EU, which is an economic union, the guy who has the strongest economy calls the most amount of shots. And after them is France, who has, you know, a, the second biggest economy or the second strongest economy after Germany in that union. Um, yeah, it's just how it works. Yeah. 
The UK used to call a lot of shots, but something happened around 2016 and now they don't call as many shots. I don't know what happened. Mm. Uh, I hope it works out for them. I hope nothing terrible happens to their economy as a result, but we'll see. Um, Apparently Peter Dutton is proposing criminalization of Nazi symbols after Tuesday's uh, question time stouch. What the hell is that word? What's a stouch? I have no idea. Anyway, apparently Peter Dutton is behind uh, banning of Nazi symbols, so it could have bipartisan support on the federal level. Like, I don't see Labor... I don't see federal Labor being against it. Uh, At the very least, state-level Victorian Labor is in favour of it, and state-level Victorian Liberals are apparently going to fight this. Uh, So... Moira Deeming vows to fight expulsion push over involvement in protests attended by neo-Nazis. That Uh, just means that she was there and she's getting kicked out. Oh, wait, no, 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 yeah, I got got confused, that's my bad. So she was, she attended the rally and she was like, hell yeah, I hate trans people. And then the Nazis rocked up and it's like, oh no, I have to distance myself. Yeah, she's busted. I'm leaning in for a closer look, and on closer inspection, I can say that uh, Moira is busted. So it seems like... Ideologically and, you know. So it seems like we could end up with bipartisan support on at least a state level, but then also a federal level for a proposition to ban Nazi symbols. So, which so specifically Moira- Nazis, I can see the argument for, like what you were saying, like what do Nazis do? There's no, there's no good outcome there. As far as like allowing Nazis in their like true and uh, like most honest form, which is like a violent extremist group to run around. And we already ban terrorist organizations. Like you can't just openly be part of ISIS. Yeah, I was going to say, can you walk around flying an ISIS flag? I don't know if you can fly the flag, but you definitely can't be part of ISIS. Like if you have ties to ISIS, that's a bad, you can't do that. If you just have the flag, they start asking questions because you can't be part of ISIS. But if you're just like, that's the issue I'm having is Man, like, I'm sick of this government. The issue that I see is people who like are just either trolling for attention, which I mean, like I have limited. They'll get it. <laughs> I have limited sympathy for them because it's like, if you're just. Get a personality, dog. Like, yeah. being edgy online is not a personality. Like, oh, I'm not allowed to I don't be agree an ISIS, with it. but I'm saying that I am. I don't agree with it, but I feel like people should still have the right. And I, f- I still think that there is something to the idea that, like, you should be allowed to satirize or make fun of any group. And if doing so involves, uh, like... If, if doing so involves... Well, yeah, that, that's the thing. So, like, you know, can Quentin Tarantino make Inglorious Bastards in this country where people are wearing Nazi outfits well, and they, doing yeah, Nazi ha- salutes and stuff? Ha- yeah, you'd have to have, like, exemptions for satire or exemptions for theatre or whatever. Depiction. Yeah, exemptions for depiction. The other option is doing... What did Charlie Chaplin do when he did The Great Dictator? He, he like, altered the... He altered the swastikas so it looked different. Mm. There you go, two X's. So you could just do that. You could do allegory um, or alter it in some way so that it's not like... Glory, story, allegory. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's sounds like a kind of pasta. My knee-jerk reaction is to be like, it's not good when the government decides what kind of speech or expression is and isn't allowed. Government bad. I I also feel like extremist or terrorist organizations should be criminalized. Terrorist bad. How do we feel about bikies not being allowed to wear their gear? Yeah. I mean... Because if it's true that only 1% of bikie gangs are actually dangerous, then the other 99% of people who are just in a motorcycle club... That's the thing. I mean, you should just ban particular gangs that have a a history of criminal activity. Yeah, so like the Gypsy Jokers or the Coffin Jockeys or whatever they're called. Coffin Coffin Cheaters. Coffin Cheaters. Who cares? Coffin Jockeys. (laughs) The patch is just them straddling a a coffin with like on a star just like flying through the air. Like Ziggy Stardust just (laughs) straight through. Who fucking cares? Get a real club. Oh, wow. They can find you now. I really like motorcycles. They're gonna get you now. I have prostate problems. <laughs> I need an excuse to have male friends. So I joined a gang. Just have male friends. Yeah, I have them. I was trying to think of how many I have. How many do you have? I don't know. I don't count. We're related. It's a different Why don't category. Because it's a different category. But we're friends. Yeah. We have a we have another brother that we're Probably not friends with, but we're brothers with. That's a good point. Are we not friends with him? I mean, it sounds mean to say I'm not friends with you, but like we don't hang out and speak all the time, but we're still brothers. That's true. All right, fair. You can have multiple categories. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. You get one. Idiot. And then there's the other one that I know. Damn ass idiot. And then the one that lives away. How's he doing? Yeah, he's doing great. Still growing chilies? Oh, yeah. They could be our chilies too if we relocate. Um... Anyway, so where are we for time? Oh, we're over an hour now. Well, so in summary, government bad, terrorist bad, bikies mostly good other than 1% of them who commit crimes. And if anyone's going to be targeted by the government and the police, it should be them, not just a blanket ban on old men with patches. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm very, very on the fence because, like, Germany has banned Nazi iconography. They've banned Nazi salutes. You can't deny the Holocaust. Uh, can't deny it, folks. Well, like, the Holocaust denial is literally a crime. There, like, you can't be. You can't go around can't saying. Can't deny it. You can't say you know it didn't happen or whatever. Can't deny the Holocaust. There are obviously historians that so like. People get confused. You can, you can, like, Holocaust revisionism is fine in a historical context. That happens all the time. So, historians, uh, it's the most documented event in human history. So, like, historians are constantly finding new perspectives, old people who are coming forward with their perspectives and shit. And they're being like, actually, you know, this happened. So, it's probably more accurate that we depict it in this way. So, revisionism is fine. But when people talk about revisionism, usually what they're talking about is just straight up denial or like downplaying or trying to recontextualize it as though it was something that was like... uh, Where are the smokestacks? Yeah, that kind of shit, right? Uh, And Germany has just straight up made that a crime. And uh, I don't know, I haven't heard of anything terrible happening as a result of that, apart from like... I heard a story about like an old woman who got I think she got like a fine because she was 
like handing out pamphlets or something and she tried to hand one to the judge just an old confused woman being like no read my memorabilia uh but apart from that like it it doesn't feel like the i feel like the the positives which are that you've criminalized an extremist ideology outweigh the negatives but that being said, there are still Nazis and there are still far-right, identitarian, white supremacist, anti-Jewish groups in Germany actively. They just don't call themselves Nazis. So, like, it doesn't get rid of those underlying attitudes and it doesn't get rid of the the people and what they believe. So if we banned Nazi uh, iconography or memorabilia or demonstration publicly in Australia... Not my Nazi memorabilia... If you banned that in Australia, all of those people who call themselves Nazis openly and act like Nazis openly will just do it quietly and they'll find new ways of yeah, operating. Yeah, so, but the, and I agree, I don't ultimately think that banning the salute is going to do anything other than ban the, you know, you'll see less salutes and you'll see some arrests for salutes, but it's not going to do anything other than that. Do do we not think that there is some kind of merit, like there's something to be said for a kind of taking a stance as a government, as a and the government as a representative of the majority of people, saying that we condemn this? Um, is there any kind of moral victory there? Even though uh, logically, like you're not going to you're not going to eradicate Nazis with that piece of legislation. Is there anything there for like a moral win? I think there is, but I think the way to go about it is to have a, an established framework for how you would criminalize certain groups. So like a far right group, like the proud boys say has been labeled a terrorist organization by the Canadian government. Now you can set something up in Australia where you have like a certain list of criteria. Do you tick these boxes? Are you considered an extremist political group that is a threat to society? And by doing that, you're not only putting the word out to anybody who might be on the fence about it, like, oh, this is actually a terrorist group. I don't want to join them. And anybody who's bought in enough to still join is now like they they are making themselves, uh, I guess, making themselves known that that's what they're into and they don't care that that it's considered a terrorist group. Those are the people that you need to look out for anyway. So you can you can label groups as being terrorist organizations and you can put them under like surveillance, I guess, like how the FBI would investigate the Ku Klux Klan, uh, the Ku Klux Klan or the, um, back in the what was it the 70s or the 80s? Yeah. Like they would send undercover FBI agents to investigate like white nationalist groups you can do that and then if people start planning shit which they normally do if they're an extremist group then you do raids that's what we've been doing in Australia for a while so we talked about last week the documentary that we watched uh, about white nationalists in Australia and they got raided and a bunch of people went to jail because they were planning to do terrorism like I don't think banning public demonstration is the way to go about it. I think it just makes it harder for people to identify those groups. I'm weirdly enough, I'm more comfortable with the racists feeling confident enough to come out in public so that you can name and shame and like easily identify them from a distance. It's the quiet ones you need to look out for. It's the people who present themselves as being something other than what they are. Like what Richard Spencer did before he got, got at um at charlottesville like before they 
came out with it, like Richard Spencer was presenting himself as being this like reasonable, uh, sophisticated alternative to far right groups or like thugs like Gavin McGuinness. And when he showed his true colors at Charlottesville, everyone was like, oh yeah, that dude's a fucking Nazi. Let's denounce him and deplatform him. And like, where the fuck is he now? He's, do- he's doing shit all. He's still around. He's still around, but he's nowhere near as like prolific as he used to be because he's banned on like most platforms. Anybody who's heard his name, like if you Google Richard Spencer, you're going to find all of the fucked up shit that he's said and done. So like, I'm much more comfortable with Nazis that you can identify from a distance than I am with the people who are smart enough to keep that shit under wraps. But as you said, he was one of the ones who was smart enough to keep it under wraps. Yeah, but if you have a country with freedom of speech the way that the US does, you can't keep shit under wraps indefinitely. If you want to be politically active like he was, eventually you have to start taking the mask off, which is what he did. Like, quiet Nazis are only good when they stay quiet and do shit all. you do the salute? Hey? Do you do the salute? Yeah, there's like photos of him at a bar with Milo doing Nazi salutes. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. There's like leaked uh, footage. My- Milo almost made a comeback. He almost made a couple of comebacks, but he just hasn't been able to break through. Yeah, exactly, because people know. People know what the deal is. When you go mask off and when you're given the freedom to hang yourself with your own words, people can label you indefinitely as... I feel like Milo fumbled the bag because he had the reasonable debater comeback... And then he fucked that up for the I'm no longer gay comeback. And then he... uh, The Kanye comeback was not really his fault. I guess, you know, when you attach your bandwagon to someone as erratic as Kanye, like, you may get dropped at a moment's notice. So, you know, kind of his fault, kind of Ye's fault. But, like, he's had these multiple comeback attempts and it just hasn't landed. I think part of that's just him. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's it's a it's a Milo Milo thing. He should. I I feel like just from reading the comments, I guess that he could have pivoted in the reasonable debate comeback when he was doing just like when he was distancing himself from Trump and distancing himself from like previous things that he said without kind of like bending the knee too much and like. Um, apologizing as such, but kind of pushing away some of the past and coming out as a more reasonable, rational kind of guy. He could have made that work. I don't know why he then went and did the weird... I mean, I don't know. It's probably not mentally healthy. Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, so don't be a terrorist. Don't shoot up schools. Uh, Contrary to my prior advice, I hope that no one halfway through this episode went and (laughs) armed themselves and shot up a school. Um... If they did, they should have listened to the end. And you would have heard this advice from me. Your Honor, in my defense, they didn't listen to the end. They didn't listen to the end. If they had listened to the end, they would know that we have a premium episode that's coming out this week. Yeah. uh, That you can go listen to right now as long as you give us money. Yeah. If you don't give us money, you can't have the premium episode. And I'm pretty sure you can't get it in prison. So if you shoot up a school... You're not going to be able to listen to the premium episode of APFM, a podcast for men. Unless you're listening to a pirated version a few years in the future. Mm. I can't wait till someone makes one of those, like how Cumtown has a a couple of those just 24-hour streams where people just have episodes on rotation. No, I want to do that. 
Why would we let the filthy, disgusting public do that? Why yeah, don't we just do that? That's true. We're going to do that first. Actually, not a bad idea because people do wander into those Cumtown streams that have no idea what it is and are like, what yeah. is this? Just keep on. We've got enough episodes. We'll APFM Radio coming soon. Do we do, do we put the Patreon ones in there? Uh, let's let's give them a year. Yeah. Okay. You pay first, and then it's free after a year when it's outdated and not worth it anymore. Uh, I'm hungry. Me too. What time is it? It's quarter past nine mm-hmm. in the evening. Mexican place is still open. In the year of our Lord. 4,720, I think. Or 4,120. What is it? 4,721. In the year of our Lord, 4,721. Or 5,000 and something if you're a Jew. All right. And with that, goodbye.